0: Hello and welcome back to We've Made It, brought to you by gather.how. I'm Sarah Orm. This week Zoe and I are joined by 2019 Sewing Bee winner Juliette Ouzel. Juliette shares lots of amazing sewing tutorials on Instagram and YouTube and is one third of the Craft Podcast Uncut. She's also writing a book and somehow fits all of this around her day job as a primary school teacher. In this episode, we'll be chatting about The Sewing Bee, Juliet's podcast, and she'll be sharing some sewing tips as well. If you're feeling inspired by The Sewing Bee and are looking for more sewing tips, I'd recommend checking out our sister publication, Simply Sewing Magazine, which is packed with great advice and lovely patterns for sewers of all abilities. On with the show.
1: Juliet, we're so excited that you've come on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you.
2: so nice to meet you it's lovely (laughs) to meet you too and thanks for inviting me i thought oh i'd love to be on another uh, another podcast i've never been on another podcast so yes you're
1: normally on the other side of this aren't you yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i was actually listening to your podcast just before this it's like
1: oh it's really
2: nice one to listen to it's very relaxing yeah it's it was just um the most random thing we planned to do, the three of us—myself, Alice, and Atia, we live locally, so we, well, we live—we're local. But um, Alice has moved out now, or she moved out during the lockdown. So, and my sister's still down the road from me. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of one of our during one of our group chats on Instagram, we we're like, "You fancy doing a podcast then?" Because like that was just right at the beginning of the pod- of the um of the pandemic. We planned to, we actually planned to do a, so, a crafty sort of meetup um, and have people come around and, you know, do a bit of a stash of patterns and um, fabric. We had one the year before, so yeah, we're in the process of planning the second one and the pandemic happened, so we were like, should we do a podcast then? And then you did a podcast. <laughs> we did a podcast, <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing, but um, yeah, we've grown, we've learned as we... Well, we, we're learning as we're going. So, yeah, that's well, good. Have you actually done any face-to-face yet? Or have they all been remote? Podcasts, all all remote. We actually haven't seen each other face, all three of us, at the same time since, um, I think, January 2020, 2020 or December 2019. So, it's all been either this person and that person meets up or the other person the other person meets up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's fun. One of my questions for you, which you've actually started
1: started going into already, was what came first? Because if you're listening, you probably already know of Juliet because she uh, was on a bit of a famous TV show, The Sewing Bee. Well, (laughs) although you you were sewing anyway, but because you've got your YouTube channel and you've got your your website, which they're so, so natural, and then Instagram, (gasps) like which came first?
2: (laughs) Okay, so um, no, um, it all started um, in 2012. In 2012, I just went through this whole um you know like revamping myself and just rediscovering myself I chopped off my hair well not all the way but I because I had relaxed hair so we we use relaxers um for our afro type of hair so I've been using the, that since my teenage years so I cut everything off and I went natural it's called you know you go natural so I went mmm. And then at that same time I was learning how to sew. So yeah. I thought, "Oh, I'll start an Instagram account." And I um named it So So Natural. But that's how it all started. So Instagram came first. But on Instagram it was all about um it was mainly for um watching other people. <laughs> <laughs> as you do because as a teacher at the time, and we we're all very paranoid about um just going undercover and not wanting to beat children and parents to be able to track you. So um, I didn't use my name at all. So my Instagram was va- was so, so natural. Then along the way, I des- decided to start a blog. I started a free blog named it so, so natural.com and um, well, the wordpress.com until I decided to actually claim the um, domain. But anyway, yeah, so it started that way. So it was just mainly for, um, documenting my journey and just, Um just uploading pictures. I didn't really have many pictures on Instagram until I went on the sewing bee. Um I went on the sewing bee um and after all the recording and doing everything, and um we at that point we then realized actually if you are going to be on the sewing bee, you probably want to um have some of the things you're making so people would probably kind of get to know you a bit better um away from the show. So I decided to change it over to Juliet Uzel <laughs> because it well people well even um, even some of the I think it was a social media person um, on the Sewing Bee team couldn't even say so so natural she called it. She called it Sews Unnatural. I was like, no, nah, that's it. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, no, nah, it's going, I need to change that name to Julia. Ouzel. But yeah, that's how it all started, really. um, it was just to document my journey. The sewing Bee came and then all these different people from everywhere just um got to know me. I didn't even have up to a thousand followers on, on Instagram. So all of this has just been new to me. And, um, but I guess um, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't mind it because people are lovely it's um mostly lovely people I haven't had um any negative negativity um no not really so I guess yeah that's it yeah
0: I think sewers are mostly just nice people anyway so yeah
2: yeah (laughs) I think
0: in my experience so what was it that actually made you start sewing in the in the first place was there an experience or did somebody teach you
2: okay so um at some point in twenty, I think it was 20, 2013, I um I, I visited Nigeria, where I come from, quite a bit, and um, during one of my visits, uh, my mom would normally take me to this lady who would make me clothes, um, some African wax fabric clothes, because that's the norm, um, back in West African countries and some other African countries. The thing is, you um you pay someone to make you bespoke garments that you would either wear to occasions or just wear casually and um, I just watched this lady she's she was she was ready to have a baby like she was heavily pregnant sewing in a in a <laughs> it's like a confab um space that was made out of con- you know content like a container and um, sort of workshop she had in the heats, but she was just going at it um she was just it was just fascinating I was curious. So, um, yeah, on our way back, I said to my mom, I would really, I I want to have a, a hobby. I want to have a proper, like something that I do with my hands. I've tried crocheting and I'm not the great, I'm not the greatest at it. Um, and I don't want to get into baking because, um, I put on weight so easily and I know that I'll eat them all. <laughs> so <laughs> I need something else, like something that I can do after work. Um, cause teaching in inner London schools, um, isn't easy and that was my second year as a teacher so she's and she said what about sewing you know you can give it a go and I was like that's I I can't how can I sew I didn't go to fashion school um but anyway I came back to the UK um came back to the UK weeks later um and went into hobbycraft just blindly picked up a sewing machine a bit of um uh, quilting fabric didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know what to buy. Bought a simple sewing kit. Asked the lady at the till. What else you think I should get? And she just pointed out a few more things. And that's how it all started. So everything I learned was from mistakes. YouTube videos. Blog posts. Tilly and the Buttons was my girl. Like yeah. I didn't know her. But I felt <laughs> like I knew her. Because um, um, at the point I had the sewing bee books. Um, and um, lots of blog posts. There so At the time. Blogs were the real like the there weren't really youtube videos where it was just colin i think she's called colleen g lee and fashion is called um she's got fashion sewing blog tv or something like that and um angela kane there are two other ones that i followed closely that i learned a lot of like so many skills i know how to that i know now were from youtube videos and blog posts that's it. So I didn't go to any schools because I couldn't like <laughs> I had to teach. <laughs> and so every evening after work, I would just come home, make tote bags, take them to school, show off to my teaching assistant. she be like, Can I have this one, Juliet? I'm like, Yeah, 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 have it. And um, it all just started from there. And I just love it. I love it. I think it's um I I I'm, I just love the fact that I can um like imagine something and then make it into something that I can wear. And, um, yeah, I just love it. And, yeah, it's such a great feeling. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you remember the first thing that you made?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was uh, the very first thing I made was a dress, a shift dress. I didn't finish it. I, it was just, I just um inserted the zip, zip side seams, back seam, and um, it was just a basic shift dress. And it was a free pattern that I got from Angela Kane's website. And she had a YouTube video accompanying it so I just followed it and I thought, oh if I can make this in like in one weekend then the sky's the limit. my husband was like, what on earth are you doing because <laughs> at the time it was just the two of us um we hadn't we didn't have Olivia at the time so um yeah uh, yeah yeah it was um it was, it was horrendous a pol- red polka dot large polka dots that I got from Hobbycraft and um yeah and um, I made myself a redshift dress that dress is I, I still have it everything most of the things that I made in my early days I still I don't have anymore because they've either been cut into pieces or for something else by Olivia or you know um but yeah 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 that was my first project <laughs> do, you, do you ever wear it um, no <laughs> I don't wear it it's so funny because oh, when, people I think I'm horrible I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but when I think about your sewing and like one of the things that stands out like I I feel like you have a real sense of personal style and you encourage people don't you to sew yeah. as what part thing. of their yeah. self identity and yeah. and it really shines too, and like you you know quite stylish but I can't <laughs> picture you. you in the in the red in the red shift it's quite funny just but I guess yeah. we all develop don't we over time what we wear
2: thing is that wasn't at the time I didn't know what type of fabric to pick I actually didn't know anything about fabric, like textiles and fibres. I just saw fabric. Um, I just went for it because I think the lady said, "Um, that's easier to work with on a sewing machine, so get that one. And I just picked it. Um, And um, it was enough. I bought enough for the projects that I printed off, the sewing pattern that I printed off. So it's not really my style, but it was just something that I did to... um, I mean, what I say to people is when you're starting off, <laughs> you need to start with fabric that you don't, you won't mind. Um mm. not <laughs> it goes have, wrong. Like, yeah, you know. So, yeah. I, I, I was, hor- like, my sewing was horrendous in my first few years of sewing. Like, sometimes I go through my old Instagram pictures, and I'm like, how on earth did I wear that to work? But I still wore it, and I still got compliments, and that kept me going as well. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And do you do you make most of your clothes
2: now? Yeah, my wardrobe is full of like things that I have made over the past few years. What I'm wearing now, I made it.
1: Amazing, yeah, <laughs> amazing
2: fabric. Oh, thanks. I love it. Yeah, I love this fabric, and I, I just love the you know women from different parts of the world. You know, different colors and different. Anyway, yeah, I love this one, and I've got to the point now where the kids in my class go. It, it used to be. Miss, did you make this one? And now it's, you made this, didn't you, Miss? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice because you'll be inspiring. Basically, people in the kids in your class will be inspired to sew themselves one day as well.
2: Today for Golden Time, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I like the fact that even the boys want to have a go at sewing. So um, today during Golden Time, um, just before home time, um, they made pom poms and they loved it um so (laughs) one of the boys made a pom-pom for his cat (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I just love that um you know I'm I'm giving them that experience as well as a curriculum you know yeah Yeah. I think
1: I think boys uh, it's a myth that only girls are interested in crafting my son made a made a quilt with me on lockdown and he loved it yeah he's just like absolutely like fascinated the the fact that he was allowed to press the sewing machine for you know, mm, he mm. was like, What? Yeah. It's lovely. It's
2: technology.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's sweet. Like
0: I've got I've got four little nephews. And um one of them, he particularly, he really loves watching my sister crochet. And he always says, Mummy, when are you going to teach me to knit? He's five. <laughs> Soon. Soon. He's, I don't think he's quite there yet. He's yeah. quite got the concentration, but oh.
2: he's really
1: keen to learn. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's what we want. I know. This is next generation. Yes, absolutely. Have you sewn much with Olivia
2: yet? For her, um, well, with mainly her. with her. Oh yeah, she's always at the. She's always with me in the sewing room, all the time. And at some point, I'm, I actually prefer being in there when she's gone to bed now because when she's there, she wants to take over. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to do everything, and um, I don't get to have my space to... It's my space. I want it to be my space. But anyway, yes, yeah, she does a lot of um, she does a lot of sewing with me. She loves she loves being able to, you know, increase or reduce the speed, and try different decorative spe- stitches. She will just sit sit there and cut out an eye mask for herself and sew it together. I do sew for her, but um only skirts because the rate at which at which she's um she's growing is just um alarming and um, lockdown hasn't helped matters she's just grown so i think she had a growth spurt so i've stopped making clothes for her she has to wear the things that i've already made But yeah she she loves it she loves it
1: that's really nice i think a lot of people found like with their kids and certainly i did i'd bought them school uniform and then they just didn't go to school for a year so it was like <laughs> complete waste <laughs> Like didn't fit it at all by the time yeah. they went back yeah
2: yeah <laughs> oh. Tell me about it, <laughs> tell me about it <laughs>
1: but you've you've made a podcast in lockdown, so you've like had some creative output from it as well
2: yeah we we've really enjoyed um our podcast. It was just something that you know it's like um just a group of friends chatting away about crafting um started that way, we were like maybe four or five people we know we could share it with them to listen to um and that would be a bonus, but then. The number of people who've shown interest and um you know followed through every episode and um shared their their experiences because the main the main idea behind it was just for us to share our journeys share our experiences as crafters um atia is really into interior she uh, she can knit she can she, crochet, no, she doesn't crochet, she knits mostly um, So she's got all these different skills Alice is amazing She's a great photography, photographer And she makes She's got a great eye for fabric as well Makes beautiful clothes And we thought, let's all just share our journeys on our and our experiences and I think our experience we well we thought our experiences would resonate with other people and we just want to see what they think and that's how it all just started and um, the quality was awful in the first season and we actually in <laughs> um, the very last episode of the first season and um, we asked people for um their you know ideas their suggestions. Um, and someone said, I would really love it if you could improve the quality of your audio. <laughs> 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 oh, ouch. Uh, I know, but that was good because I know we've had lots of things that didn't really, that weren't as um easy to take in as others. But I mean, that's part of, that's just part of it. So we decided to actually get someone, like employ someone to, Um, edit our audio for the second second season and um, they're still all recorded over zoom but um as we grow we learn and um we would improve and just keep getting better but it's been great we've had some lovely people come on and share their experiences as well we've spoken about really tough um tough topics like um like when the black lives matter um, movement was really hot on a lot of lips we you know we brought on someone from um the states who came on and shared her experiences and her perspectives as well um so we try, we try not to shy away from you know topics that are um that people sort of shy away from that yeah. makes sense, yeah, um, and because um, we, I mean, we've all we, we're all from different backgrounds, so we all bring something different to the table, and um, that I really like, and I think um, a lot of people kind of like that as well. I hope. Yeah, I,
1: they totally do. Well, that's the things people are talking about in their homes, you know, mm, isn't mm, it? Mm, and mm. Um, we'll put a link as well. If you're listening, the odds are you've already they've already heard your podcast, but we'll put a link uh, in the notes anyway just in case <laughs> thank you
2: <laughs> yeah it's um it's it's fun it's fun and um we, we 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 yeah we enjoy we enjoy it we look forward to our recording days we record three at a time <laughs> we just um <laughs> s- set aside uh sunday and just record three at a, t- at a time because at is busy with her she's a gp so she's a gp yeah atia atia is yeah she's very very busy gp wow i love that
1: she's a gp and she still can do a podcast i
2: like oh yeah she's really into creativity so i really like we like that
0: yeah and i think crafting as well it's just a good it's such a good outlet if you've got like a quite stressful job do you find it still quite relaxing
2: Mm, yeah. Um, especially when the house is quiet, when um <laughs> at night time. Um even though I haven't been doing a lot of um making for myself. I'm writing a book. What? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> How do you what's time? wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I know, but I'm nearly done. I'm nearly done. I've um right, it's nearly um I've there, all the patterns are have been developed. I've written out the um I've written it's all done really. It's just um it's now at the the manuscripts being sent off, and I've just got a few more things that I need to add on. But yes, yeah, so I haven't really got to I've been making for the book and not for myself and and um, and then I got ill as well. but um yeah, it's um, it's just crazy, but well, can't complain. That's so exciting. Yeah. You are
1: like the queen of every medium. You're like, yep, I do YouTube. I write a book. <laughs> <Look at
2: this. laughs> no, I, I, I just love sewing. That's how much I love sewing. I just want to spread the love of sewing to as many people as I can. Um, I, I just think there's just so much power in switching off and, um, you know, messing around with fabric and creating something new, um, either for yourself or for someone else. Um, the 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 power that you know you you just switch off and you it's quite relaxing even though it's it can be quite stressful but in a different way and you okay. can just you know switch away switch off from everything else that's going on you can just get rid of the news and just sit in there and get creative and get you know and make I just love it I love I want as many people to stop oh, I know this now. <laughs> I'm gonna get hated for saying that, but make your own. Don't pay people to make yours because I'm saying this because um, there's so much controversy—not controversy, but like um, um, like um, bad press or like people don't have many nice things to say about tailors in the part of the world at the part of the world that I come from because um, I feel like the people who get contracted or commissioned to make clothes for people. Just get overwhelmed with the many um orders they get and they don't keep to those orders or they don't create um like really good things for those people and um so over there well where i come from and um, if you say you're a tailor people look at you or a seamstress or a person who makes clothes for, for people you look you get looked at funny because they're like mm, well okay yeah we need to no stay way. away from yeah because you know they pe- either people get horrendous things made for them or they don't get like t- they don't keep to time there's just so many like so many things that aren't nice to be said about um people's people's experiences um with seamstresses so uh, i think if more people actually have a go at making it by themselves then why would you like you won't get you won't be in that boat on well on that boat or in that. yeah
0: I mean that's something I'd love to be able I'd love to be able to to do that because I'm still quite a a beginner at sewing Mm. but the number Mm. of times I go into a shop and I buy something or I look at something and think oh that's great isn't Mm. that lovely and then I try Mm. it on and like okay well that's about four inches too long yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know as a short person it's a problem Mm -hmm. but yeah the uh, you know the idea of being able to make something that's actually definitely going to fit
2: is yeah. quite appealing. Yes, absolutely. And in the fabrics that you actually like, and not what you've been <laughs> given in the shop. So if you, there's some, it's either going to be a case of oh, I like this design, I like the cut, but I don't really like the fabric, or I love this fabric so much, but then the design doesn't really sit well with you. So, um, you just have that power. You have the power. Oh. there's also the situation of um you know being a bit more sustainable fast fashion is an issue (laughs) it's a a big issue it is a huge issue um I just cringe when I've got cousins who are much younger and um they speak about oh I got this from this website I got this from. look how much it is I'm like oh it hurts me it pains me <laughs> but I'm the only one who makes who sews in my family and none of them are interested in them trying but you know I'll just keep it keep at it until one day they'll get the message but yes yeah, so I've got nep- nep- nephews and nieces who buy really really not very like not sustainable <laughs> not very sustainable items of clothing and I try try to keep you know drip feeding rather than buying more look after the ones you have and buy like things that are more sustainable than all the knockoff stuff you get that won't last after two or three washes but
1: yeah, yeah you won't get holes in after you've worn it twice um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think people like the conversation is changing a bit I think mm. a few years ago no one even realized what if I buy this It would be bad for the environment. Like, Mm,
2: mm. it's
1: not something that was, I remember ever even being talked about, even like three, Mm. four years ago. Mm, mm. So I hope, and I think even like making your own clothes, I feel like there is a real movement of
2: people rediscovering
1: that and the positive, the many different positive sides of it, like around Mm. identity and around Mm. the therapeutic power of it as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, The narrative is gradually like, it's changing i mean sewing bee um the sewing bee is on bbc one
1: yeah
2: that is that is massive in my opinion um and it's at nine o'clock and not at eight was it eight it was a it was at 8 p.m when we did it well all the other episodes all the other seasons about 8 p.m on bbc two and now Mm. it's like prime time which i love i'm so happy about it
1: yeah yeah it's it just goes to show that there's that audience isn't it and and when you're watching it and you it makes sewing so accessible Mm, like mm. it makes you think oh I could do that even Mm -hmm. when you see everyone's when when everyone has moments where it doesn't go right like naturally the human drama of sewing I'm so glad it's like been recognized that the highs and lows (laughs) that we all live through
2: Yeah, you, know, you, you don't just like snap your fingers and <laughs> the clothes get made so and I'm and pe- I, I guess pe- people already know that it's not easy but it is very very accessible and it can be done and um I'm really pleased about the about the you know how accessible it's becoming to a lot more people um yeah I am really pleased about that I mean when I when I got my first sewing machine well when I got yeah first sewing machine it was just the one shop that sold sewing machines and um, where i lived but now you could like you could get it from many more places than that one shop and that is that says a lot that says a lot actually
1: it yeah. does and i think maybe the social media as well the fact that now like i could i could watch your youtube ah. and like and i was going to ask you about that what's your favorite thing you've made on the youtube because i was looking yeah. at these shorts you're making out of like ankara fabric, fabric. and
2: i was like oh that one looks good oh god I can't actually pick my favorite now because I've made quite a lot of things and I've got so much coming like so much so many more things coming up but I'm just waiting to ship this last set of things off to my editor and I will be back on my youtube channel but yeah so I think my favorite thing has to be the challenge that I did with um she's called Victoria she's um Victoria Lucianne and she's based in the States and we challenged each other to recreate um something from a high-end shop so not well put our spin on it so um yeah pick something and put our spin on it and um I made this three-tier maxi dress and I absolutely loved I enjoyed the journey it was hard it was hard um it was um there are lots of highs and lows, but I, what I like about my my YouTube channel and the direction it's going is the fact that I can actually share what goes right and what doesn't go right. I don't, I'm not, I'm not an expert. Actually, I never, ever claim to be an expert. I'm more of a researcher than an expert. <laughs> so um, I just show what's gone right and what hasn't gone, you know, what's gone wrong and um, how I managed to manoeuvre any difficulties that I came across and I think people like that as well. When I made the coats, I made a red coat, um, getting inspiration inspiration from I think it was a very it was not I think it's a very famous um, Dior coat. And um, I shared the journey as well. And lots of things went wrong with it, but I shared that as well. And people said, um, okay, I, I've got this sewing pattern. I must remember to bear that in mind when I actually create mine. And I like that. That's the idea behind it because um, it's not—it's just human. We're human. And um, we, we're bound to make mistakes. But then what do we do when we make those mistakes? Um, we don't pack up the project and throw it out or just forget about sewing we take a break and get back to it later and uh, that's the the message that I'm trying to um, pass uh, across through my channel but anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah you do
1: you learn as you go don't you and obviously with the sewing bee we sort of see you learn that and we saw you develop on screen throughout mm, the different things as well like
2: oh, I think yeah, you know God. everyone's rooting for you on that sewing on the sewing, that sewing bee <laughs> That's <laughs> so that, <7B>, that so <laughs> Challenged me. It tested me. Uh-huh. It pushed me to the max. I mean, um, I'm just a basic cotton fabric girl. Like, that's the place that I would go. Like, I won't, I don't know, oh, maybe a bit of denim here and there, but mid weight denim for maybe a t- or skirts. I, I didn't push myself that far. I'd worked with lace, actually. I'd, worked, I'd made a dress. When I went to the, the, Sorry, I keep going from one thing to the other. (laughs) When I went on the audition, so there were many, there, there were other, there were about three or four auditions. And the second, the first audition and we had to bring three things that we'd made that we felt we um, felt proud of, and I brought this dress. I actually went back to my sister-in-law and brought took the dress from her just to show it. I made her this beautiful dress using lace, and um, I made I took that along with me. So yeah, so it was mainly cotton, um, denim, and that lace that I'd worked with. So I, I wasn't I wasn't really um, adventurous in that sense, but I'm a very curious um, crafter. If I really put my mind to it, I'll learn how to do it. That was the same thing with making sewing patterns, actually creating sewing patterns. I learned I learned like mainly by practice and trial and error. Um, so on the sewing bee, I got to make men's denim trousers, like bell-bottom jeans from 70s week. I'd never done that before. I never used to work with fluid fabrics and things that were... Um, flowy and um slippery never so I got to do that on the show I never ever made a swimsuit I did that on the show I didn't have a clue about um inserting boning and stuff like that to garments I made that on the final I made a man's um like men's waistcoats never ever (laughs) so it was all just learning as I went on like throughout the show and that would even show like throughout w- with the transformation challenges I was awful with those because um I just I just made dresses that I'd wear to work and tote bags that oh, that was just me so but you skirts. made like
1: didn't you make like a dress out of a neck curtain or something was it on the show curtain? Yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> yeah I made one of those yeah that was another <laughs> one I made for my model oh Savannah she's got the she really showed off those clothes really nicely <laughs> Because um I just did not know what I was doing half the time, but um I'm so ple- actually really enjoyed doing the made-to-measures. I won't lie, because those I got to sit sit and actually plan them out. Because so I'm quite I think I'm quite organized in that sense. I love patterns, and um, so I, I would make my own. I make my own patterns most of the time. So those I really enjoyed because um. I just got the opportunity to be creative in that sense, Um yeah, sewing bee. It, it challenged me. It challenged me. What I learned loads, and um, yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, it's. I think everything that I am doing now, like creatively, is as a result as the um as 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 a result of the um the opportunity that I got from when being on the sewing bee and winning the sewing bee. Um, you know, things that I never ever thought I would do in my life, I'm doing it. I, I've I've done them as um a result of winning the show. So, yeah, it's it, it's been it's it, it's been life changing for me. I would say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One thing actually, I always wonder when I'm watching the show is how much notice you get to prepare for the challenges. So, do you know like before the filming starts
2: what you're going to be making? Mm, yeah, you do know. Oh, before the show starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get the brief. You get the brief. Um, but then I don't. I don't actually. I actually remember if we got the briefs for all the episodes. I don't think we got them all. But at least two to three episodes at a time, you would know in advance, and you get to plan. Yeah, because you 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 source the fabrics that you want and then they would um they would pay for them. Um, but you'll be given a budget though, so you can't go over yeah. top with the, <laughs> with the fabrics. So um, yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah, that you. You get. Um, you get time to plan, and um, I think it will be unfair if. Um, unless it's been changed, but I think. Um, as as far as I know, you'd be you'd be told in advance what the theme would be, and that's it. You'd be told the what the theme would be and um, what the brief is, what you have to create. And, um, but then pattern challenge, you do not know anything about, you don't know what you're getting until you're presented with those packets um, <laughs> right there um in front of those cameras. And um, I remember the first one, the wiggle dress. I was like, what on earth is this? Yeah, I have a wiggle dress. I've never heard of a, wriggle dress a, wiggle, the a wiggle dress before oh, be Wiggle dress, what's this? And you're told um you should use. Medium weight fabric at the time, what did I know? Nothing. Um, I just looked at what everybody was going for and I was like, oh, lots of people are going for cottony kind of fabrics. I thought, yeah, that's me. Mid- mid- that's sort of mid weight. Okay, I'll go for that one then. Um, so it was just um, reading patterns and um, following instructions and um, just keeping time and staying calm. Um, I think that's what helped me because um, when you're calm, like tip for anyone who wants <laughs> to go on the same bee. <laughs> if you're gonna go on the same bee, just yeah, be Z, just Zen, <laughs> calm. Because if you're calm, you'll be left alone to get on with it. And but well, if you're going all crazy, <laughs> then the producers will be behind you, yeah, it will be calling the cameras over to where you are. I hope I'm not going. Well, I hope not. But, <laughs> so you have to yeah. have like your poker face on. So even if yes. you're stressed out, don't yeah. don't, don't show, show it. Because if you show it, they will be, be- there will all be there. And when you've got all those cameras there, then. Doesn't help. It I you. Yeah. it really throws you. So, um, <laughs> I remember who was it? I can't remember who it was. One of the um, towards like the last five of us, but I can't remember who it was. And um, when you're about to go, oh, oh yeah, you remember, and you just go quiet because <laughs> you don't want <laughs> them to know. <laughs> you don't want them to know. But when we got towards the last four, or five of us, and um, there are more cameramen, so you got the you always had one person stationed around your work station it's harder um, to cover up
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah. harder to hide the mistakes
2: exactly so you always had somebody there and you and there were enough producers for each person so
1: <laughs> it's but, funny listening to you talk about handling different fabrics because I personally have a bit of a fabric block with making clothes like I'm a bit scared of I am I think like fabric fear is real. It's a condition that some of us have and like I'm this, I'm confident with quilting cottons. I make a lot of quilts and I really want to make clothes, but I get a bit like oh jersey. Ah,
2: mm, like it looks yeah. tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I mean, um <laughs> it, I think I think you should always buy cheaper stuff. I know, like start with cheap the cheaper ones or you buy um, something oversized from a charity shop in the type of fabric you want to work with um, so that you can cut it, you like use it to make something else. In that process, you'll be um, learning how to work with the fabric. And um, yeah, and you might, you never know what you create might be such a masterpiece that you don't want to even, you don't want to do anything else. Like you don't want to, get rid of it you keep it and it'll be such a fantastic piece but with fabric I I think I can relate because and um, you buy up maybe three yards of a beautiful viscous fabric and um, you just do not want to use it to make something else or something new because you don't know if you look good in that shape or that um design or the cut or whether the fabric would work nicely with the with the um design or if it will sit nicely on you Uh, i'll give you an example i made a wilder gown (laughs) a what i made a a wild do you know the wilder gown it's called the wilder gown no um it's by friday pattern company okay okay it's 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 okay so i'll tell you what it's um it looks like i'm (laughs) (laughs) i feel horrible saying this but okay okay let me just say it from my perspective I am full, I've I've got, I'm full chested. Like I've got a big bust. So any dress that isn't, any garment that isn't fitted would look like a tent on me or like I'm pregnant. So um, when I made it and I wore it, I looked pregnant. (laughs) It didn't suit me. So, and, but then the fabric that I made the Wilder gown um, from is such a lush, piece of fabric and I was I think I used about three meters of that fabric and I felt why did I do this <laughs> and I so I completely relate with what you said um yeah
1: that's so gutting when you spend that long to make something yeah and then you have the big like oh put it on mm, and,
2: and it it's not work.
1: quite yeah. how you pitched it
2: yeah and and, and lots of people because I, I also look on hashtags of different sewing patterns mm. just to see what other people have made and to see what it looks like on other people and it looked so beautiful <laughs> on other people so I was like okay it's gonna well I, the good thing is someone suggested what I should do just um take it in take in the bodice of it and make it a bit smaller so I've unpicked it and I, well I've unpicked it but haven't tackled it yet I'll be doing those Well, I'll be doing that later on in May but um, yeah, the suggestion was just to reduce the bodice and um, especially at the back because you get quite, it's like a tent. You get quite a lot of, um. what's the word? Can't think of the word now. It just doesn't look right on me. <laughs> it, it didn't look right on me, but I think I'm going to fix the problem soon. But well, I know what you mean about <laughs> fabrics fabric fear. Uh, I think it's quite a good tip to look up, you know, how
0: other people have done it. Yeah. I think that's re- that's a really useful thing to do because yeah. then if if it's gone really
2: really wrong you can at least go okay yeah. well when I'm doing mine I don't do that. Yeah. Look at and and look look at people who have the same sort of body type as you and um, people who are taller look at what they've like because on Instagram people would normally say what they've done to adapt a sewing pattern to so- suit them if they're taller look at what they've done to the pattern piece to make it work for them and um, or read blog posts if you're scared that you might ruin a piece of fabric so yeah I know but I know what you mean about fabric fear <laughs> there.
1: yeah I also know even about that thing about the hashtags, though, because there's, there's very few patterns now where you can't just, Google, like, not Google it, look it up on Instagram and find the hashtag and then you can just see, like, yes. all these other people that have made it. It's such a lovely community Amazing. inspiring and yeah. inspiring each other.
2: Absolutely. It's really nice. Abs- absolutely. I love that. I, I just love that about um, um sewing patterns on Instagram now because it it helps. It, it really does help because um <laughs> otherwise you're on your own and you don't really... Um, you might not have friends or family members who create or who's so close, um, just to bounce off ideas off of each other. So, yeah, I love that.
0: I think now would be a good time for us to do our one good thing section. So this is the part of the show where we each share one good thing that we've been enjoying in the last week. So that can be a TV show, it could be a recipe that we've made, or a podcast recommendation, or something just something nice that's happened Zoe would you like to share yours
1: okay so my one good thing which I'm really excited about is um we had an article on our website recently because our website has sewing but other crafts too and it yes. was all about how to do resin craft and as I was editing it I was like oh do you know what I think I want to try this so last night I did a late night a late night Amazon and I was like I'll oh, just get a beginner's resin kit and it's mm. coming today oh and I reckon it's going to be quite hard but I'm really excited that resin is coming watch a few videos yeah Watch a few videos it just looks really jazzy like I want to sprinkle things in it and put glitter in it (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing that Zoe
0: let's hope it works but I'm going to give it my best shot I want to see your (laughs) efforts anyway
2: Yeah. (laughs) yeah so Juliet, what's your one good thing oh I tell you what one good thing that's about to happen is I'm w- I'm about to do a hundred days of walking or running, um. From I know I don't know what I'm uh, I signed up for this challenge and I decided that I'm going to start from tomorrow, first of May. Not only me, but there's um uh, a big community of people who are going to be doing that. So I'm actually really excited, and I think that's a good thing for me because I actually need to up my fitness level. So. Maybe that would be my one good thing. <laughs> so I'll see how that goes, and I will not chicken out. A hundred um, days. A hundred days, May from May to um till August. Yeah, oh, that's a lot of it, days.
1: It's <laughs> a good time of year.
2: It's yeah. a good time of year to start it when the weather's getting just a nicer. Walk. Yeah. You don't want to start that in January. No, 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 no. So every evening after school, I'll just go off for a walk around the around the block, and then increase it as I go. But yeah, I don't know. Is that exciting? Yeah, I yeah these days. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Sometimes our one good thing literally has been I've gone for a walk, especially because you do this in lockdown. <laughs> well, then, that is a good thing, then. <laughs>
0: uh, what about you, Sarah? Um, Yeah, mine is actually a work-related one as well because this morning I've been doing some lino printing. So I've put together a really big lino printing guide for the website, and as part of that I've been doing a little project for it as well to show people how to do it so it mm. this morning i was just doing a little print and carving and i got ink everywhere um lots of blue ink it did look
1: like i'd killed a smurf basically <laughs> <laughs> but
0: i was just like this is a really nice thing to do on a friday morning
1: <laughs> i've seen sarah's print and it's really lovely it's like this plant it's really beautiful yeah wow.
2: so it's up on gathered if people want to learn how to lino print you have step-by-step images as well yes. as words fantastic i'll be yeah. checking it out i'm a visual person <laughs> yeah me too. okay That's i will mm-hmm.
0: right so now, next now we need to do our projects of the week so me and zoe like to pick a project from the website each week basically to inspire people so
1: zoe what is your one Mine is, this is the trouble with our website, like I want to, just want to make too many things. Um, I want to make, we started having some jewellery making projects and there's like these nice little beaded earrings. I think they're a bit 90s because they like use seed beads, mm. which reminds me of when I was a teenager. Mm. And I've never, again, I've never tried jewellery making. So um, I'm definitely going to do that rather than finish the other 50 projects that I've got <laughs> half finished at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll pin I'll pin them to the homepage in case you're listening and you fancy making some slightly 90s beaded earrings. <laughs> hmm. What about you, Sarah?
0: Yeah, so my pick is actually quite a 90s one as well. So we've just put up a bucket hat pattern, which is from Simply Sewing Magazine. And it's like bucket hats in the 90s. They were just everywhere. I had one. And I think, you know, people want to have a go at making their own. Um, and it's by Jessica Entwistle from Simply Sewing Magazine. So... People can make their own. It's getting
1: loads of people coming to it. Obviously, everyone wants to make bucket hats. I think it's just such a trend right now, bucket hats. Bucket hats. I used to have like one of those velvet, like, you know, the big floppy hat that's stupid. Like, it wasn't very good look on me, but I was very young.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not (laughs) sure it was a good era for hats, really. (laughs) But the bucket hat is back and you can make it on the website.
1: It is. And just to end as well, I wanted to ask, Juliet. so if you're writing this book, when can we expect to get our hands? When will it be out?
2: It'll be early 2022. Okay. A while off. It's still a while off. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you have to come back on when it's out. Oh, yeah. Invite me. I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thank you for
1: coming on. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah. And
0: before we go,
2: where can people follow you on social media? And <laughs> um, so you can find me on Instagram at Juliet Ouzel underscore. So that's Juliet J-U-L-I-E-T-U-Z-O-R underscore. And um you can find me on YouTube as well, Juliet Ouzel. And um yeah, I would love to see you on my blog as well. <laughs> my blog, which needs to be updated. I've been a bit behind with that, but yes, um, yeah. I hope to see you over there if you do come along. It's lovely. Thank you. Thanks for listening.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Gathered. And don't forget, you can find lots of inspiring things to make over on our website, gathered.how.